Beard Law number nine. Sometimes the carpet outshines the drapes. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Matt at Beard Law's podcast. I appreciate the hell of you coming back. I really do. It's episode nine. Seems like it was just yesterday we were doing episode one. This episode, I'm trying to keep a little bit shorter. I've had some feedback from some of the listeners that they're enjoying a little bit of the shorter podcast, so we're going to try to keep this short and sweet. I'd like to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And here at Beard Laws, I want to give you bearded men a couple of tips. You should already know, but there, there's a lot to Thanksgiving. Not only the cooking, the cleaning, the hanging out sometimes with family that kind of annoys you. You know who you are. We all have that person. But getting Thanksgiving dinner all over that beautiful beard. There's a couple of ways you can do it. You can obviously pull it back. You can put your beard in a hair tie. People are going to have a good laugh, but hey... Last laughs on them because you're not having a leftovers in your beard. Or you can go with the napkin approach. This is what I usually do. Pretty much every time I take a bite or take a drink, most of the time, clean up duty. So take a couple of napkins. Get yourself a nice cloth napkin. Hell, bring your own napkin. Maybe we can get some Beard Laws official napkins. Not going to happen for Thanksgiving, but maybe Christmas is right around the corner. Just take smaller bites. Use your fork. Use your spoon. Don't be an animal out there. And the beard's going to be all right. And if you find a little bit of uh, stuffing, turkey, or potatoes, or some kind of vegetable, or even some some dessert in there a little later, that's just a win on your part. Speaking of Christmas, just mentioned that. Keep a lookout on BeardLaws.com. Going to have some special edition stuff. Have it in the works for merchandise, for stuff that would make phenomenal Christmas presents. Also potentially going to be partnering up with a couple of oil companies. So you could go to BeardLaws.com. Use some hand-selected oils that I'm a fan of and potentially get them for a little bit cheaper. little update, have the new roof on the studio. Have a couple of walls already on the studio. Going to be putting the floor down here pretty soon. Going to try to keep chipping away so hopefully we can get into the new studio, do some recording, and I can kind of do a YouTube video and some other things to show that bad boy off. Also on YouTube, I'm going to start doing some reviews going to be doing some reviews for oils, butters, whatever else. I have a couple of companies that have some stuff that are on their way. Once we get them in, I'm going to talk about it not, a, not only on the podcast, but I will do some reviews on the YouTube. I'd like to know what your favorite part of Thanksgiving is. Is it the family? Is it the drinks? Is it the desserts? Is it the turkey? Is it the potatoes? Is it the stuffing? Does your mom, does your grandma, does somebody in your life... Make the most amazing, you know what I mean? I'd like to hear. Hit us up on social media or shoot me an email. And then next episode, I'll take whatever email or comments that you have on what your favorite part of Thanksgiving is, what the best part, who makes the best what, whatever it is. We'll do a little section and I will quote your comment and maybe you guys can even call in and talk about it. That'd be cool, right? We got we got some new technology coming here to Beard Laws, but we got to get the studio built. So if anybody wants to come help build the studio, you guys are more than welcome. Hit me up. I'll let you know where I live. I'll let you know what days we're working. I'm just kidding. You don't have to. But no, really, if, if you want to, that's cool. So for the hidden question, what's the hidden question? This hidden question is going to be in every episode coming up where I simply ask you a question. You answer the question by emailing myself, Matt at BeardLaws.com, Logan at BeardLaws.com. Then we take all of the correct answers or responses and you're entered to win a prize of our choosing. It could be anything cool. It could be a hat. It could be a shirt. It could be a sticker. It could be a dog turd. You'll never know. It could be a drawing that Logan did on a quick draw ticket. You never know, but either way, you'll be entered to win. So the hidden question in this episode is, 
what is Matt's favorite food on Thanksgiving? My favorite food on Thanksgiving, without a doubt, is the turkey. I love the meats. What can I say? A lot of people these days are deep frying the turkey. Nah, not a fan. I don't mind it. Traditional. Get that in the oven. Let that baby slow cook all day. Get that extra crispy skin. Keep it old school. That's the way that I like it. Close second is a smoked turkey. Love smoked meat, especially if it's done properly. So that's it. What is Matt's favorite food for Thanksgiving? It's that turkey. So video games have kind of always been a little bit of a part of my life. It's not something that I grew up playing. But as I got a little bit older and technology got a little bit better, my parents got a little more money, started doing some console gaming. Well, these days, gaming is kind of more and more into my life. Met some great friends, some great connections. Shout out to my ADK crew, who I'm hoping to have a couple of the guys on the podcast coming up pretty soon. Big platform, not only that I use, but several major gamers use is Twitch. So if you're on Twitch, go give me a follow. Twitch.tv slash official beardlaws. You can check out my live streams. You can check out the games I play. You can check out the people that I chat with in the Discord. You can also check out my esports team. I am now officially the owner of DGEN Esports. You can check us out online. You can check us out. There's a Discord. We have a lot of exciting stuff. Previously have been a an organization that is solely focused on esports, playing of mobile games. So Brawl Stars, Call of Duty. We're going to obviously continue that. So if you are looking to sponsor the team, madatbeardlaws.com. If you're looking to acquire how to be a part of the team, whether a pro player or just be a part of the Discord, message me on Twitch or just use the email that I just said and I can send you a link and we can get you in there. It's up and coming. We've been around about a month. I have taken over the original owner decided to step down focus on their life a little bit pursue a different job pursue a different contract stuff like that so I decided instead of having this go away and just kind of die off to take it over we have a great management team we have some great people in in the organization already so we're we're gonna have some people shuffle around I'm gonna throw some ideas out if you have some ideas let me know I'd like to expand to a different game potentially so a lot of exciting stuff, great merchandise. So if you're looking to sponsor, if you're look, if you're a gamer looking to currently focus on Call of Duty Mobile or Brawl Stars, definitely hit us up. But keep an eye out because we have some exciting stuff coming. We have some new members that we're going to bring in, potentially a new game. A lot of excitement, a lot of cool things going on. So DGEN Esports, pretty exciting stuff. Never in my entire life would I think that I'd be an owner of an esports team. Pretty wild, pretty awesome. Loving it. And of course, Beard Laws is going to be a part of it. portion of the proceeds from the DGEN Esports is going to kick over to the Beard Laws and all that cool stuff. But we can talk about that at a later time. Black Friday. Black Friday is pretty much upon us. Look out for deals. All sorts of electronics. If you are confused, you're not great with tech stuff, hit me up. I have a pretty decent understanding. If I don't know, I have some friends that have a very good understanding. I'd hate for you guys to go out, spend a bunch of money on something that is junk or just because it's on sale that you think it's good, I can help you guys find a deal. And anybody that's looking for merch, let me know. Recently, I teamed up with Jaxalyn, who is also a Twitch streamer and just an amazing person. Twitch.tv slash Jaxalyn created a page for her, beardlaws.com slash Jaxalyn, with all her merchandise. So if you are a fan of Jaxalyn, make sure that uh, you go over, hit some merch. Portion of the, the profits, obviously go right to her. And a little bit's going to go to Beard Laws, which is going to help out 
the cause. I know there's a couple of Black Friday deals currently for games as well. I know Xbox, you can get the beta trial for a dollar, which allows you to access games that can be downloaded on uh, PC like Sea of Thieves and Overwatch. So if you're looking to check out any of those games, now might be the time. Really cheap to get them. Try them out. If you like them, you can continue to pay. If you don't, then you're not out anything. GTA 5 is on sale through Steam, $14.99. Pretty crazy. I read an article this morning that Valve actually pulled about a 1,000 games, if not more, through Steam, which is one of the most popular avenues to download games. Um, so it's pretty wild. I didn't get a chance to read through it all to see exactly what was going on, but I guess there was kind of breach in policy or people weren't following the guidelines. So Google it. If you if you want more, Google it. I'll I'll find a couple of links. I'll throw them on beardlaws.com slash podcast where I, where I post all the links to everything. But uh, yeah, if there's a game or there's something you're looking for, now is the time to find those deals. All right, I'm going to transition into some sports chat. Just a quick little brief sports chat. I know with the holidays and work schedule that Logan has going on, I don't think he's going to be able to get in on this episode. But episode 10, we're going to do it big. I'm going to push hard. He really wants to and talk to him the other night. He does feel bad. So if you guys miss Logan, what I really need you to do, show him some love. Logan at beardlaws.com. Hit him up. All sorts of love. Or bust his balls. Be like, where have you been? Have fun with it. I'll make him actually check the email. I'm not sure if he even knows what email is or how to use it. I set it up a little bit ago. I feel like he should. But if not, guys, spam his inbox. Not actual spam like all you bots and all that shit. But just spam him with, you know, jokes, busting his balls, all sorts of stuff like that. So as we mentioned, I think, in the in the prior episode, baseball, it's off season. You don't hear as much of it because football's ramping up. College basketball is coming up. NHL is in full swing. So you're not hearing a lot of stuff about baseball, but the Astros, Red Sox, cheaters. But if you're not cheating, you're not trying. The investigation is still underway. I haven't heard anything official. When that does, we'll cover it. Astros, Red Sox, cheaters. Yankees suck. Fuck the Yankees. Sorry if you're a Yankees fan. Pirates, my poor, poor Pirates. Great new GM. I'm excited. Let's see how the rest of the pieces kind of fall in place. Let's go, Buckos. I know there's talks of Marte and potential Bell. Pretty much anybody is up for trades. I'd like to see Archer go. Nothing against you. Just hasn't been a great fit. Hopefully we can get something for that. But, yeah, a little baseball. We're a little ways away from that spring training many months. But when baseball starts coming back, the weather starts turning here. Gets me all pumped up. Hockey. Hockey's in full swing. Calgary's, Calgary's coach is being looked into for allegations of racism. So we'll see how that shakes out. Hopefully he is dumb enough to be racist, to make racist remarks. Hopefully he gets what's coming to him, whether it be a fine or a suspension or fired. NHL power rankings, the 1 through 31 poll, they are out. Islanders 1, Boston 2, Washington 3, St. Louis 4, Edmonton 5, Carolina 6, Dallas 7, Arizona 8, Florida 9, Winnipeg 10, Colorado 11. My Penguins come in at 12. 12th isn't terrible considering they played most of the beginning of the season without Malkin. Now Crosby's out for a while, and they're still playing all right. I mean, they put up big numbers versus Toronto. A couple wins here, loss here or there, but overall, 12, not too terrible. You want to see the rest of the power rankings? Check them out on abc7.com. 
Last night in NCAA basketball, there was a couple of crazy games I was watching. There wasn't a lot of action, but the action that was played was pretty awesome. Stephen F. Austin took down the number one Dukies in overtime. It seemed like any time Duke would make a run, they'd go up six, eight. Stephen F. Austin would chip away. They'd grind. They'd shut him down. They'd be down two. Duke would make another run up six, eight. They'd cut it to two or three. And then finally they take the lead. Duke comes back, back and forth, back and forth. Overtime hits. And just the more experienced Stephen F. Austin team went into Cameron, took down the number one team. Man, that's got to be a good feeling for them. Not going to be a great Thanksgiving for the Dukies. Doesn't break my heart. Get them on them stairs. Get them playing. Unfortunately, a loss like that is only going to probably make them better. And Michigan State, the number three team in the country, also went down crazy. Very good for college basketball, in my opinion, when these smaller schools can come in, not only take them down, but take them down in their home court. Over the last couple of years, even in the NCAA tournaments, you're seeing these smaller programs making runs, you know, Sweet 16, Final Four. It's just a great thing for basketball. It's a great thing for those schools getting extra recruits and it just it shows the programs that get the kids in that are going to stay three four years buy into the program by the time they're in their junior season junior or senior season teamwork is just phenomenal they gel where you're getting a lot of these one and done players who are just extreme athletes hey got nothing against it but my i really think that the nba needs to say you know what how they're good enough to leave high school like Kobe, Kevin Garnett, let them go. Why make a college program have this one and done for one year? Maybe it hurts the game a little bit because you're not getting these stars, but nothing's guaranteed in life. And what is guaranteed if these guys are that good? Let them go to college. Let them make those millions. Let them pursue their career, you know, in something that they love instead of potentially coming into a college program, having their stock hurt because maybe they end up terrible. Maybe they get hurt, whatever it is. I think that they should just let them go like it used to be. But either way, it's fun to see these guys in the college atmosphere playing at a high level. But it's got to be tough for these coaches to get all of these amazing athletes like Duke who are getting top five recruit at every position every year. A lot of them staying for one year, so you're constantly trying to get these kids to gel. Man, it would be it would be just absolutely amazing to be able to work even for an organization a quarter or an eighth as cool as a powerhouse like that. Hell, it'd be awesome just to even coach it at the D3 level, you know what I mean? But yeah, big news in NCAA basketball. A couple good games coming up this week. Let's slide over to college football. Top four rankings are out. Ohio State jumped LSU at one. Obviously, LSU at two. Clemson three, Georgia four. Not a lot of shakeup, but it was a surprising move with LSU not losing and Ohio State jumping over them. I'm not sure the NCAA football committee knows what the hell they're doing. It's nice that there's a playoffs. It's nice it's been going on for a couple of years, but it needs to be fixed. Add more teams. Cut down some of those beginning games where, unfortunately, some of these small programs in college football just don't have a chance against these powerhouses. It's much different in football than it is basketball. We could debate this all night. We're not going to. Viewers, they're loving the shorter episodes. So that's the top four rankings for your teams right on the outskirts. Best of luck to them. Hopefully a couple of these teams lose. Never know. There's some big games coming up. Conference championships coming up we'll see how it shakes out now it's time for the nfl a league that viewers and viewership is up but i just i have a i very very struggle sitting through watching a lot of these games as of late because of all the replays 
all the off-field drama. Seems like people are more into the drama side sometimes of football. Bad publicity, still publicity, I guess. Lamar Jackson, absolute beast. Sucks he's on Baltimore since I'm a Pittsburgh fan. Guy's amazing to watch. A lot of people hyping him up, rightfully so. Hopefully for his sake he stays healthy. And I've just heard so many podcast episodes and so many people talking football on how this guy's the greatest. He's always going to be the greatest. And, you know, the whole, well, if he stays healthy and this and that. But one of the one of the most intelligent points that I personally think was made was Tony Dungy on the Pat McAfee show when he kind of said, what's going to happen is what's going to kind of happen with that happened with RG3. The NFL teams will go and speak with college programs, the powerhouses, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, Ohio States, everything. And these NFL guys, coordinators, defensive coordinators, will come in and say, hey, how do you defend against this option? How do you defend against this? And then they're going to be able to adapt, come up with some new defensive schemes to actually counter what Baltimore's doing. Because what Baltimore's doing is kind of like the wildcat. It's something so new that a lot of these teams don't know what the hell to do. Give them an offseason season. Give them two off-seasons. Maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe they won't. The guy's amazing. He's got a chip on his shoulder, seeing so many other quarterbacks get drafted above him. But one thing that I always thought was, why not get drafted a little later? Yes, you're not going to get that good money. You're not going to get as much money out the gate. But you're going to get a chance to play for a better organization the later you go. Maybe you got to sit out a year. But when it's your time, you're in a great established organization. He fell to Baltimore. The whole Flacco... Thing didn't work out, obviously. Didn't even really work out in Denver for him. But he's playing for a team that has been good, is probably always going to be good in the foreseeable future. He's got a great line. He's got a great defense. He's got running backs. He's got weapons. Where if you're first overall, you're getting drafted first overall for a reason. You're on a terrible team that's going to take years and years and years. You can take a Tom Brady and throw him on a Giants, throw him on an Arizona He's not going to have any luck. He doesn't have a line. He doesn't have weapons. These these young guys come in and they get, kind of get shit on like, oh, he was the number one pick. What a flop. He didn't do shit. It's tough. Maybe it is because they don't adapt to the program. Maybe it's just because they need years to figure it out. And some of them do. Some of them don't. Lamar Jackson, absolute beast. Unbelievable. He's going to have a hell of a rating in Madden. But here are my Thanksgiving predictions. Three games, as always. So amazing to be able to sit around watch football, drink beer, eat amazing food. How can you not like Thanksgiving? All right, here's my predictions. Chicago, minus three. I think they're going to take them down. I know they never say, they always say, don't bet against the Lions, don't bet against the Cowboys, yada, yada, yada. I'm doing it. I'm doing it both. Chicago, minus three. I think they're playing a little bit better. I think the Lions just are terrible. I'm going to go Buffalo plus seven. I think seven's a lot. I think the Bills defense is great. Dallas, Yes, it's Thanksgiving. Yes, Jerry Jones getting flustered. Maybe the team rallies around. They get a win, but I think Buffalo's good enough to keep it close. Seven points, a lot of points. So I'm going to take Buffalo plus seven. Then I'm going to go New Orleans a minus seven. They got demolished at home versus Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. I think they're going to come in. I think they're just going to absolutely steamroll the Falcons on Thanksgiving. You're going to watch Drew Brees or one of those guys get that turkey leg if they still do that. But yeah, those are my predictions. Chicago minus three, Buffalo plus seven, Saints minus seven. That's going to wrap up sports. Winter and colder weather is about to hit most of us. And I don't know about you, but that means more game nights. One of the newest and most fun games on the market right now is a card game called Knock Knock. 
Unlike your typical knock-knock, this is no joke. What is knock-knock? Well, it's a fast-paced competitive game for friends and future enemies. You need to act fast to get cards out of your hand. Fool your opponents and defend against other players, but pay attention. Miss a slap, speak when muted, or fail to copy your opponent, and you will add more cards to your hand. Be the first player to get rid of all of your cards, and you will be named the winner. Head on over to trinitycraft.com and get yours today. Is your website outdated? Do you need a business logo? Do you want to promote your business with a vehicle wrap? If you answered yes to any of these, then we have you covered. JKH Creative is a graphics designer living in upstate New York. They work in print graphics, web graphics, posters, and many other types of media. His work can be seen all over the East Coast. If you're interested in hiring the best around, contact them at facebook.com JKH Creative. So this is going to be the first time ever in Beard Laws podcast history for the new segment, What's in My Beard? So this is going to be a segment where myself, Logan, or any of the other staff members eat somewhere, and we're going to talk about it. If the people that work in the restaurant, whether it's the employees, whether it's the manager, whether it's the cook, whether it's the waitress, whether it's a bartender, whatever it might be, if they want to interview and they want to talk about it, anything they want to say, we'll interview them. If not, we're going to give an honest feedback of what we thought about the food. For the first time, for the first place somewhere that I ate differently with my kiddo, is Soul Waffle in Potsdam, New York on 57 Market Street. Soul Waffle is a pretty cool concept. It's a waffle place, obviously. It serves just unique, different kinds of waffles. Some you'd expect. You got the classic, your buttermilk chocolate. Um, then it had, you know, your Belgian waffles with a little bit of twist, like a fluffer nutter, fruity pebbles, Oreos, Reese's. And then it's just got some crazy stuff. My daughter went with the specialty waffle. It was a unicorn waffle that I believe was a buttermilk waffle. It had sprinkles cotton candy, unicorn dust, whipped cream, uh, a unicorn horn. She said it was okay. She didn't really like it. She's so used to homemade waffles, frozen waffles, maybe that's on me, that the waffle itself was okay, but it was just very, very sweet for her, which is unique because most kids I feel would love it. She didn't love it, but I went with I went with the hash brown scramble. I only did a half order. I didn't know what to expect, but it was a waffle. That was actually scrambled eggs with hash browns, spinach, and you know everything. It was obviously cooked on a waffle iron with uh, shredded cheese and tomatoes. And my daughter absolutely loved it. So she ended up eating most of that. I suffered through the unicorn waffle. The food was really good. I liked it. It wasn't a food that was hard to eat with a beard. It didn't get all in the beard. There wasn't just a huge mess. Just so many options. You guys can check them out at soulwaffle.com. They don't know I'm doing a review. This is not a sponsorship. This is not a paid thing. This is me wanting to give restaurants that maybe don't get a lot of love an honest review. You know, I go in, I will review them on Google Maps, Google Review. I give honest reviews. It's just something that I do, so I wanted to bring it to the podcast. Just another thing to add, maybe, like I said, potential interviews, because sometimes people in the kitchen, people in the restaurant business don't always get a say. It's not like they can come out when you give a terrible review and just be a complete asshole to you. They have to remain calm. They have to remain proper, polite. Maybe eventually they can get on the podcast, give their side of the story. What happened there? Why was that review bad? Was it just bullshit? Was it a bot? Was it somebody that was just jealous of the idea, something, uh, you know, let's get their take. So if you own a restaurant, you want an honest review and you're somewhere near me, shoot me an email, matt at beardlaws.com. 
or hit up Logan, Logan at BeardLoss.com. Let us know. Hey, we want you to come there. We want you to give an honest review. Talk about it. Talk to us. That'd be absolutely amazing. So, guys, I highly recommend SoulWaffle.com. I know I'm going to go back. There's so many different things that I want to try. I mean, they got chicken waffles. The The staff, it was one lady that was working. She was very nice to myself. She was very nice to my daughter. Prices were good. Um, I highly recommend. Like I said, Soul Waffle. You can check them out online, soulwaffle.com, or you can check them out on 57 Market Street, Potsdam, New York. It is now time for Beard News. As mentioned in an earlier podcast, the National Beard Championship, which took place in the Chicago area, was November 8th and 9th. A lot of websites are now coming out with pictures and reviews and articles from the competition and I gotta tell you these beards are absolutely amazing. That's coming from a guy with a pretty nice beard himself but I'm not on that level. Someday I hope to be I'd love to take part in a competition I'd actually love to interview some of these bearded dudes to kind of talk about their experience. I'm going to do some research on some of the winners, see if I can hit them up on social media, try to get them on the podcast or if anybody out there is listening and knows somebody that has partake, shoot me up. Shoot me a message. Matt at beardlaws.com. Love to get in touch with them. So I'm going to link the article from cnet.com that has, I think, 40 or 50 pictures so you guys can see them. So check them out over at beardlaws.com. There was over 50 categories, which is pretty crazy. I mean, just to name a few, just in the mustache part, you had your natural mustache, your styled handlebar mustache, best groom, your English mustache, which is a narrow slender mustache with the hairs extended outward from the middle of the upper lip. And you had the dolly mustache, and then a freestyle where you see all the crazy stuff. 30 bucks to get into this. Then you had your partial beards, ton of them, you know, from your goatees to your Fu Manchus to your musketeers to your whalers to, you know, all sorts of freestyle. Then you had the full beards by length, you know what I mean? In the freestyle, of course. And then you had craft, which is for the ladies. So they could come in, you know, they could make their own beards. I believe it was just for ladies. If it wasn't just for ladies, I do apologize, but there was a bunch of craft ones as well. Fairly certain, anyways, that it was for that. But one thing that I thought was really cool is that they had some exhibition categories for people that, you know, didn't have to go against some of the best beards in the nation. A couple of the categories were the brewer's beard, which is a beard grown by a beer maker. That's pretty amazing. Hence, it was hosted by a brewery. Then you had the veteran's beard, which was a beard of a retired or discharged U.S. service member. God bless the troops. And one that I think is absolutely amazing is for the fastest growing facial hair in the five o'clock shadow category. So what they did is contestants shaved that morning and then they were judged by how much facial hair could be grown by 5 p.m. So that's something, you know, you want to check it out. You could enter in the exhibition category or anybody with an amazing beard or mustache or goatee. You got your chances to enter into the competition. I know there's a couple of other ones throughout the nation. Maybe you don't start with the national one. Maybe you do. Maybe you're just that good. But either way, check out the link on beardlaws.com from the cnet.com. 2019 National Beard and Mustache Championship. Their their tagline for the article is pretty cool. Grow it, grease it, groove it. The official photographer for the event was Greg Anderson. And if I think of it, I will also link Greg's Facebook page that has kind of a different side of the pictures as well. Hey, I'm going to reach out to Greg Anderson and maybe see if he wants to be a part of the podcast for a couple of minutes. All right, this concludes the episode. I appreciate everybody listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Seasonal depression is a real thing, guys. If anybody needs anyone to talk to, feel free to hit me up. Or there's plenty of phone numbers, websites, and everything where you can call and get some help. Don't be embarrassed. Don't think it's something that can't be fixed. Please 
if you're going through any kind of depression, not only seasonal, but at any time, please reach out and get some help. Again, hopefully everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. As always, beard on. Yeah.